Hey everyone, this is Dean Howell and this is the Rising Sun Podcast. You know, after 20 years of service with America's heroes, I've had the chance to meet some pretty awesome people. They're patriots, mothers, fathers, wives, and husbands, and the best example of what it means to be an American. This podcast is all about exploring their joy and pain, success and failure, and telling their stories to the world. The conversations are authentic like the people, and we hope that you'll keep rising like we are. Now let's start the show. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not of DOD or any of its components. Take me to the countryside. Popping, dude. Yeah, and like I said, like if it gets super fucking weird, then I'll just delete the whole thing and we'll fucking try again. So, you know. Um, yep. Anyways, hey, dude. Um, so, uh, look, dude. I know. I know you've been busy. I know you've been like getting it in um, in Japan before you head out, right? Yep. And um, and and so you know we've been. You know, kind of like moving target, trying to get you on here. I know, man. Um, which is all good, right? Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sweating it, right? Like, um, I, but you know, when I started this thing, I was like, man, I got, I got to get, I got to get Mark's fucking Japanese ass on here. Dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been wanting, you know what I mean? <laughs> right all over the place, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, I know. But man. it's glad to finally be here. Yeah, sitting in this chair. I know, man. Look, look, look at us. <laughs> no. Look at us. You're on a podcast, bro. Uh, I remember when it was just a dream. This dream of a podcast, man. One hundred percent. Like uh I just I just I don't know. I just wanted to do something, man. Um it's not even uh it's not even like um I don't know. I like you know, the the last episode I got or that I did with uh with with Matt, right, my my boy in Texas. It's got like 15 views. I don't care, dude. I like I don't care. Right? Uh-huh. It's not about that, right? Like I don't get off on the on like you know going viral or whatever. Like um, there's something about like sitting here with headphones on yep. with a microphone yep. in front of you. Yep. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like at first it's it's kind of weird, but then all of a sudden you're like fuck it, like let's go. You know, and, and you start having a, like the normal conversation that we would always have, yep. and. Um, but then, but then it's out there for you know it's out there for for our people to see, right? And they understand that like, oh shit, these you guys, know, and these I guys are normal. A lot of yeah. stuff that's been talked about, people can like average guys like us can just relate to it, right? Mm-hmm. People talk about it, yeah. talk about freedoms and things like that, yeah. and what makes America so great, and yeah. all the other issues that has been talked about, right? Yeah, or stuff that everyday people talk about, right? But it's kind of nice to hear somebody else's perspective sometime on a podcast or something like that right yeah dude. so it's great i'm yeah I'm, I, I'm honored to be here i really yeah, am this is it's good to have you dude so uh i normally have like the podcast planner in front of me but you, you literally like woke me up on the couch dude it's all good <laughs> it's all good that's it, all like rolling hot dude <laughs> It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Japan. busy day, man. It's, it's Sunday in Japan, dude. That's right. And last night we, you know, we uh, we we did like a hell and bell for some folks, and uh, yeah. So I've, I've been like licking my wounds all day, and then um, and like I like I heard the doorbell ring, and I was like, "Is that real?" And I looked at the clock. I was like, yeah. "I was like, hold on a minute, did he forget?" And at first, I was like, "Don't, don't, don't knock on the door, right?" I'm like, "Oh shit, there's the doorbell." I pushed that, see what happens. Yeah, I looked at the real. I was like, or the 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 clock. I was like, "Yep, 
Yeah, that's real. Zero. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. So, um, all right, man. So, uh, Mark Takata. Uh, so, um, let's jump right into it, right? Uh, are you half Japanese or are you full Japanese? Man, um, <laughs> right? I'm 50% Japanese. I'm half Japanese. Okay. Quarter white, right? Okay. And... And the other half is all some stuff from... So that, that sounds like a crazy question, yeah. probably to the viewers. They're like, oh my God. And like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But like, uh, like for, for those of us that have lived here for a long yeah. time, like that's a legit question. Like, I, I really never asked you that. Like, are you half? Are you full? Are you like, whatever, right? Like, because in Japanese society, like, the, you know, the term hafu, hafu, yep. Yep. right? It's a thing, hafu. right? Yeah, yeah, right? And... uh and so um, I've never asked you that, right? So, um, so fucking talk to me about it, dude. Like, where where are you from, Mark? Where are you let from? Me, me, I, know, I know your dad lives in Osaka. Let me get this. He's probably Yakuza and shit. <laughs> it's all good, right? No, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. So I was born in Minnesota, right? St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, in seventy nine, right? Mm. My parents met in college. Uh, a couple of years before that, mm-hmm. you know, my dad finished college in Japan and was like, hey, man, I'm going to go to the States and, you know, had a pocket full of cash and a little suitcase. And he came on over, started off in California yeah, uh, and did an exchange to the program through the college. He was going there, ended up in Minnesota, right? In some Southwest State University in Podunk, Marshall, Minnesota, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know... Uh, started building his reputation he had a reputation to to uh, for being able to dance right <laughs> so one day he uh, bebopped on over to my mom's room was like hey want to go dance and have a good time and that's the rest is history right 79 yeah, yeah. i'm born me yeah, and my, yeah. actually me and my twin brother are born right i got that's right you twin do brother. Twin. Yeah. yeah 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 so we uh we lived in japan for a while and, and fun fact my dad was actually disowned from marrying a white woman okay yeah um so he, we, we weren't able to, the original plan was to go back to Japan and, and mm. do that thing, right? Yeah. But uh, that, that little minor inconvenience happened, and, yeah. and uh, at the end of the day, they were able to make peace and bury the hatchet, and we uh, moved to Japan mm. two years after that when I was about two years old, and, uh, you know, I, I started learning Japanese. I went to, to uh, you know, the Hoikun and the Yochien and all that stuff, and boom, 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 little yeah. little junior mark you know and his brother tearing it up down in uh uh down in the hyogo prefecture right next to osaka right back in those days uh so i made it through fourth grade uh and then we decided hey let's go back to the states you know and uh so we we thus moved back to minnesota yeah and uh back to saint paul you know and i went through school how long did y'all live in, in in japan so we were in japan at that point for Oh boy, about rough, roughly ten years. All right. Yeah. So we get back to the states in about ninety. Yeah. I remember that Minnesota Twins. I think won the the World Series, right? Or yeah. Kirby Puckett and all that stuff. Anyways, yeah. So we, uh, you know, it was a real hard time for me, oh, right? Because yeah. I was straight Japanese from there. Yeah. I For for those of you who don't know, English yeah. is my second language. Okay. <laughs> and that's probably why I use the f bomb so much. <laughs> it's a good it's a good filler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, but I had a real hard time adjusting, man, and. Uh, you know, and all those all those different things. Like when I was in Japan, I was a guy gene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I came back to the states, I was Asian, and it was like, oh my god, what's going on with my identity? You know what yeah. I mean? So I had a hard time adjusting, uh, but but obviously I finally did, and 
and went through grade school, learned English. It took two years to freaking learn English, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't take science or any of that stuff, right? It's, it's ironic that I learned English from Mr. Valdez, Mexican <laughs> guy, who did a really good job, right? <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Valdez. He's a, he's a deputy sheriff. I think he might be retired by now, but yeah, uh, great guy. But I, I learned that, you know, and then, uh, you know, went through high school and I started thinking about, hey, man, what do you want to do? And uh, I was like, ting. I remember back in 1987, my dad took me to go see this movie called Top Gun. Oh, oh Tucker, right? Yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I remember, man. Uh, and ever since then, I loved airplanes and jets and yeah. the military and all that stuff. So it was yeah. always kind of in the back of my mind, right? Like, yeah. you know, I, 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 but I wanted to be a pilot, right? Yeah. And of course, I didn't apply myself yeah. hard enough, you know? <laughs> um, but I remember, man, I graduated high school in 98. And oh, we, you, gra- we graduated the same year, man. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We're yeah. like old farts now. Right? <laughs> 98. You know, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to, oh, I guess I'll, I'm, you know, my dad's Japanese and in Japan, it's like, boom, 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 college, get it done, go to college, yeah. you know, got to do it. And I was the oldest one, right? So naturally, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give this college thing a try at junior mm-hmm. college for about mm-hmm. a semester. And I'm like, not going to happen. I'm like, no. Yeah. I want to do something else, you know. And uh, that's about the time I I rolled into the recruiter, right? But the funny yeah. thing is, uh, I go up to go talk to the Navy recruiter, right? Mm. And I freaking go through the damn Air Force, right? Uh, and the guy's like, hey, man, uh, the Navy guys, they're on lunch for like <laughs> the next half an hour. So whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, all right, well, I guess yeah. I'll just... Uh, Talk to you for a minute, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But then I came back. I, I did this Civil War Patrol thing, right, which was like junior ROTC, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. I had a real good grasp on what the Air Force was all about. And, and, and sure, you know, aim high and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It was great, but inside me, I was like, oh, he's like, Navy, man, Navy, yeah. you know? Yeah. I just remember back watching Top Gun. I'm like, Navy, <laughs> F-14, blah, you know yeah, what I mean? Dude. So yeah. finally I came in and I rolled in, and, and uh, I remember... Uh, PR1 Mark Filtroni was okay. my recruiter. Yeah. And OS2 Kim Ferroni was now a CMC. Oh, yeah. Doing it big, you know yeah. what I mean? Where's he at? I want to say he's on the Oscar Austin. He's the okay. CMC of Oscar Austin, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Anyways, those guys were in there, man, ready to, ready with open arms to bring me in. You know what I mean? I want to do this, that, and the other. You yeah. know? And uh, he's like, well, it sounds like, uh, sound like maybe an AM, maybe yeah. an AV structural mechanic or a. Uh, Aviation machinist may do some engine work or maybe well, do, I, do, I, do, I, do I fly? <laughs> right? He's like, well, you're not going to fly. You're going to fix the airplane so guys fly, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then off to boot camp I went in freaking yeah. 99, man. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. 23, almost 23 years later. Here I yeah, am sitting dude. on it. Um, okay. So, uh, so mom, uh, is, is she in the States or? Yeah. So, um, it's really funny because my dad is in Japan, lives yeah. on in Osaka, right? My yeah. mom's back in Minnesota, and hold, holding it down back there. Right. Uh, you know, my dad is is uh, sort of on extended deployment to Japan, really. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. yeah, I get it. You know, he's he's uh, he's he's always uh, you know he's always worked in Japan, so mm. and uh, and had all those roots here, and we we 
had a company, you know, well, we have a company in Osaka that he does some some uh, tax stuff for, okay. you know, because he's an accountant by trade. And yeah. So he's always had work here. So, and it's, to be honest with you, it's probably better that they're not always together, be yeah, murdering yeah, yeah. each other, you know what I mean? Dude. Yeah. So, you know, but he's fixing to retire in a couple of years, go back yeah. and, uh, and uh, unlike me, go back to the United States, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but um, when, when people ask me, they ask me all the time, right? Uh, you know, like, oh, are, are you going to retire in Japan? I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> it's probably going to be like a split household kind of thing, right? right. And, and like, uh, that probably offends some people's sensibilities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like when I think about how I'm going to retire, how I'm going to like set myself up post-Navy, yeah. like I, I will have a household in Japan. And I'll have a household in, in probably Texas, or I will definitely in Texas, right? Uh-huh. And like, um, and and we, you know, mommy and I will will split time between the two, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, because mommy don't want shit to do with <laughs> living in the states permanently, dude. <laughs> oh sure, oh <laughs> which, sure. Which she's done it twice, right? And that's how we found out. Yep. She's like, yep. I'm good. Yep. She's like. Uh, it, it's a nice place to visit, yeah. like, but I don't yeah. want to live there, you know. Yeah. Um, which is, um, you know, that's, that's the truth. Let me, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page myself. Like, I'll probably, you know, when I retire, I'll probably go back for like, I don't know, from September through like January, right? Uh-huh. I go back for like football season and hunting season, and then like, all right, I'm good. You know, I got my fix in. Like, I'm back. I'm back to Japan. That's you know? the beauty, though, right? Being overseas and being over you know have the privilege of serving in the military overseas and yeah. experience that life right yeah obviously my, my track's a little bit different because i had about 10 years in japan before i even joined the navy and came right. to japan yeah um but yeah i'm on the same game plan man yeah. uh, i love my country right yeah and i love serving in the military and i and you know i'll do it as long as they let me do it right yeah at the end of the day though man yeah you and i and about three hundred thousand other people in the navy yeah. uh are out there doing it right yeah. and and for those who are fortunate enough to get to the point of actual retire actually retiring from the military hey man yeah you paid your dues yeah you do what you want dues, you right know what i mean do what the fuck you want right nobody's gonna point. tell me i'm not a patriot because i'm not living in the states yeah 100 so i i think about this and i have this conversation with a lot of people um and uh i think that like if you're you know if you're a straight stick like um you know guy gal from from texas you know, Oklahoma, you know, one of these really kind of like true blue American yep. type places, yep. right? Yep. Minnesota, right? Yep. Minnesota's kind of the same way, yep. honestly, right? Yeah. Um, like, you know, there, there, there's some people that would be offended by the fact or by the thought of, uh, of an American living somewhere else, right? And, uh, and so I've caught some of that, you know, myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, like, I've been all over the world. Like when you're in Hong Kong, or or when you're in Thailand, or when you're in Singapore, um, you know, like there there's this expat community, and and most of them are like British or French or German mm-hmm. or like they're European typically, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, like uh, I learned a lot from seeing meeting those people in these different countries. Yeah, yeah man. And, and and they live there. But they're also very like nationalistic. They're very patriotic about yeah. where they're from, right? But they just don't want to fucking live there, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's not because it's a terrible place or anything. Yeah, it's, it's just like they matured and grew up, and and they understood that like I like I'd rather live here 
Doesn't mean I hate where I'm from. Yep. Yep. It's just that I like I prefer to live here, and and I I think that America is way behind the power curve with that. Absolutely, right? man. You know what I mean? You know, being around the world and getting to see the different cultures and the people and all that stuff. Like, I often think that same thought to myself. Like, man, I feel like we're a little bit behind the power curve. Like, we are. the way they think, you know, like in Europe and Germany and all that stuff. Yeah. And Japan and all that is way different than, yeah. than uh, you know. And, uh, you know, like, again, like you said, this might offend some people, right? But I've been called quite a few names, oh, yeah. okay, by, by the people of those countries. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you guys, you Americans, you know, yeah. it's always you Americans. You think yeah. you're the police of the world, you right? Yeah, no. uh, You know, but I've seen all that stuff, experienced it. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong because I live on the planet, okay? I live on planet Earth and I can live wherever I want, right? Right. Right. That doesn't mean I hate my country right. of origin. Yeah. I love the United States because we do a lot of good things around the world, right? right. Yeah. Sometimes we fuck some shit up, yeah. you know. Yeah. But for the most part, I think that we're inherently good people, right? Um, you know. So, hey, if yeah. I want to live out of the United States and still be a patriot motherfucker, like, yeah, that's what I'm going to be. Yeah, you it's know? possible. It's it's okay to do both. Right? Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, just got to open up your... You know, th- th- there's this, uh, like, you know, if we were to look it up, right, like, um, um, like I think America of, the of like, the, the first world countries in the world, right, we have the lowest rate of, um, of, you know, adults that have passports. Like, by far, right? If you were to, uh, I'm, I'm not going to pull my phone and look at yeah. it, right? But like, I've, I've looked at it a bunch, right? Like, Americans don't see the value in in uh, in like traveling to other places that that you know other first world developed you know countries mm-hmm. do, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that's that's kind of a shame, right? It's oh, kind no, of, it is it's, a shame. It's, it's a little bit of a travesty, right? Because um, you know, as well off as we are as a country, and then you know, like it, it would be great if everybody got out and saw the world, and then they would bring that perspective back. Yeah, man. And I think it would make it would make society a lot better. Yep. You know, so one hundred percent true, yeah. man. Like, so, hey, man. Um, so, you know, I've got I've got half kids, right? Um, and and you know, for the for the viewership, they're going to be offended every time I say half, right? But you know like i do that it's it's a that that's just kind of like the normal mm-hmm. term in japan mm-hmm. right so i've got half kids and my oldest millie who's going to graduate this year <clears throat> like she went she went to school uh out in japan all the way through like fifth grade mm-hmm. right so you know probably about the same age as when yep. you moved back yep. right and um and we we had always planned on like bringing them into american schools um but we kind of accelerated the timeline uh, with because, like, uh, specifically, you know, in her fifth grade year, like, she caught a lot of, like, you know, like, she, she oh, was, I know. like, super racist, dude, you know, and because she, she looks very half, right, like, you know, like, um, and, and she was catching a lot of shit from, like, the Japanese kids, right, so... We love Japan, right? Like I love Japan. I love this fucking place, right? But um, like it, it is um, still a very racist country, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, they, 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 you might not outright see it, yeah. But it's it's in like the services that are provided, you know, right? Yeah, uh, and in the businesses and the inner workings of it, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, look, the guys go out on liberty, right? 
there's you get the X on certain bars oh, because you're freaking American. Yeah, you know, and there's that stigma attached to it, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, and that shit will not fly in the states. <laughs> yeah. Your your shop would freaking be burnt down if you yeah. did that in the states. But right. here, yeah, it's different. You yeah, know, it is. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's good to experience that because you see what's out in the world. You know, right? right? It's not just your backyard of USA, but like right. you're in another country and you're experiencing that culture and what is the norm for those guys right mm. so and i know what you're saying about your daughter right because yeah. I, I experienced that mm -hmm. as a as a kid and, and back then japan was a different place right yeah <clears throat> i mean i remember my aunt got divorced and it was like holy shit the world ended right like <laughs> don't talk about that stuff like that's taboo you know what i mean yeah i was like oh my god yeah and like you know people on the corners of the streets whispering about my aunt like oh my right. god she got divorced yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's obviously more widely accepted and right. and all that stuff. But yeah, even within that, you know, the the laws are very different yeah. from the United States when it comes to divorce. I mean, you get a divorce in Japan in one day. You yeah. know what I mean? If you yeah. got your sock and shit in one sock, yeah. right? And then you yeah. guys have an amicable thing, you can get it done in one day. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's so crazy to see the different levels of yeah of, of you know yeah it's wild man you know dude, um, tell you what. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I have no doubt that you experienced some of that. Um, you know, but uh, what was it like when you got like when you moved to the states? Like, how was that? Like, you know, you know, flip the coin, right? Like, you get you get to the states, and um, again, I have some experiences with my kids, dude, right? And so, but I want to hear your experience. Like, you know, you get to the states, your English, like. You don't speak English, right? Yeah. And now I'm in yeah. now I'm in now I'm in American school, right? Like, yeah. like how was that? You know, where we lived uh, in St. Paul, uh, there's a large uh, community. Of the Hmong, the Hmong people, right? Came from Vietnam. Oh, Hmong, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a large community of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had two Hmong chiefs on my on oh, yeah? on my camel. Really? Like, yeah, and they both like both of them. They well. Both of them made senior chief, and and uh, and now one of them's going to be a warrant officer, right? Like so, super motivated, yeah. like yeah. get after it, people. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. C Yang and Lee Chang, <laughs> C Yang and Lee Chang, there you go. <laughs> uh -huh. great motherfuckers, right? But anyway, so Hmong, right? So, so there was already a, a large community that in Minnesota, mm -hmm. in particular in St. Paul area there. So. It wasn't bad there, right? But my parents were like, hell no, we're going to move out of the city. So what did we do? Mm. We moved to a town called friggin' Farmington. Farmington. Minnesota, right? Farmington. I, I, I shit you not, bro. We, <laughs> there was about 5,490 people in this town. Yeah. And it was nothing but farms. Corn farm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember my dad telling me before the first day of school, he said, hey, look, you are going to come up against some people that couldn't even tell you where Japan is on a map. Okay? Yeah. But they're going to be watching a TV that's made in Japan. Their <laughs> parents are going to be driving a Japanese car. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's the kind of ignorance you're going to come up yeah. against, right? And, yeah. and uh, no shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, we we got in there, <clears throat> and the very first day, man, I don't even have Probably every slang word you could call an Asian person in the mm -hmm. book came out, right? Because they were all good old farm boys. You know, yeah. Uh, and we were literally the first family that had anything other than white in their blood to, yeah. to get on that neighborhood, right? Yeah. Down there, so it was rough. It was rough, man. Like, yeah. you know, oh man, I just people rolled around with CB radios, and I would just hear the chatter, you yeah. know, because my friends, uh, yeah, you know, I, I didn't like 
hang out with a particular group of people, right? Right. I just kind of got along with everybody that wanted to get along with me. Right. Uh, you know, and that, that happened to be mostly white people yeah. and some some people who were not as ignorant and some people who were pretty ignorant. But, you know, through the course of getting to know them, they kind of changed their, their perspective on that, right? Yeah. But it was it was pretty rough, it was man. Rough. It was rough. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. You know, what yeah. I mean, I like to say my me, and my twin brother, got in some fights, and we paved the way for my <laughs> little brothers, right? Because yeah. by the time I was a senior, yeah. right, four years later, uh, it was like, oh shit, don't don't fuck with the Takatas. They're fucking two <laughs> black belt guys. They got two young brothers. Don't fuck with them. They'll fuck you up, kind of thing, right? So I was like. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know what this dude's talking about. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I'm, I got a black belt, in eighth degree, fucking karate, cool. <laughs> but, Sweep the leg, but, Sweep the leg. <laughs> but you know, but uh, I'm not gonna lie, man, that, that shit yeah. was rough. Like I remember yeah. going home and crying sometimes to my mom, oh, yeah. like, "Why the fuck's wrong with these people?" You yeah. know? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I can only imagine, but, man. You know that kind of adversity uh, made me a better person, mm-hmm. right? Um, it made me more resilient, mm-hmm. you know, down the line. And, yeah. Uh, but it was tough. It was definitely tough, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously I got kids too that are half, right? Yeah. And my daughter, uh, she went to, uh, she went to, she went to Ryochi in here, you know, and she got some Japanese, uh, uh, she she was able to speak some Japanese by the time. Yeah. You know, we, uh, I'd sent her back, but, you know, they're in San Diego, and, and that that's a that's a melting plot, anyways, right? So, right. Yeah. so I I don't have any issues of, I mean, you're probably not gonna see any kind of like racial issues like you yeah. would see, you know, in Middle America somewhere in right. a place named Farmington, okay? Which yeah. by the way has got about forty thousand people on now. It's it's a lot more diverse now, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, you know, you're you're probably talking about nineteen ninety eighty nine ninety when you guys went back, kind of thing, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and and you know uh, the states was just a different place then. Um, I mean, I'm you know we're the same age, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm nine years old in small town Louisiana, um, which which probably is not that different from Farmington, no, it's you not, know, man. Minnesota, right? Like it's not a very uh, well. We were very diverse, and what I mean by that is like you know we were a town that was probably split down the middle, half black, half mm-hmm. white, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, yeah, we're split down the middle, but like, I don't know, man. I don't want to talk shit about it because my experience was much different than than most people's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if I got a little soul to me, it's because like that's the way I came up. You know, like mm-hmm. my 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 stepmom's black, and, and like you know, um, I've known her my whole life. I don't remember meeting her. I don't remember meeting my my stepbrothers. You know, Cedric and Adrian, like. So, like, I have to, like, sometimes I have to temper my expectations of how people should, like, treat each other. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, the the way I see it is just different, man, because I came up a different way, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, but, um, yeah, and, and same thing, like, when I brought my kids back, you know, like, uh, it caused a lot of hate and discontent <laughs> with mommy and I, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, hey, man, like, uh, when I when you know when I picked that assignment in Hawaii, I was like, I've got to get them. I got to get them to the states, man. Like, cause you know, uh, Millie, my oldest at that time, um, none of them could really speak English, right? I, I was underway and gone and deployed, and, mm-hmm. and so like I, I would come off from deployment, man. I felt like I felt like a guest in my own house, you know. Yeah. 
And like I'm, I'm trying to talk to my kids, and they're like, eh, "I don't really speak English." I'm like, "Oh shit, man!" Like it was rough, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I made a conscious decision, like when I picked those orders, like, "All right, dude, we're going to the states." So they like I got to be able to communicate with my kids, you know. And uh, and so we spent three and a half years in Hawaii, but same thing, right? Like when they got there, like, dude, I remember all three of them came home from school crying the first day. Man, it's rough. Because you know? like <laughs> they they were stressed it's, out. It's dude. rough, man. You know. No, yeah. I, I remember this one time. Uh, it was the very first day of of school in the United States, and I get up to the lunch line, and everybody has to write their name right, and I don't freaking know how to write my name. So yep. the lady looks at me and said, "What's wrong with you? You don't know how to write your own name." I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't." She's like, "Oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry." And you know, yeah. it's like, but it was like that, right? Yeah. Like, like, yep. What's wrong with you? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, my, my kids said the same thing. Like legit, they're like, you know, the teacher handed out like, you know, like whatever classwork, and they're like, all right, write your name at the top of the page. And they're like, uh, you know, I don't know how to do that. You know? And you know, I don't like, I don't blame my parents for making making me or not making me do, mm-hmm. you know, the alphabets and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. We just things happen, and you, yeah. you end up moving, you moving, uh, you know, yeah. back to another country, and yeah, you know, that's just how it worked out. But you know, yeah. Uh, but the school supported us, you know, great, and we went into to ESL and all that stuff, right? Yep. And and, uh, and you know, they really took care of us. And, and obviously, I could speak without, you know, friggin' <laughs> effing up the R's and the L's, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so you know, they they did the the public school system did a fine job, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can't hate on public schools, man. My, my, both my teacher, both my teachers, both my parents were teachers, right? Um, my mom. Actually, my mom was my seventh grade science teacher, right? Like, um, like she, she, I, I got more. So I got my ass whooped all the way until a fresh when I was a freshman <laughs> in high school, right? Like kids these days, they don't understand. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> you get your ass whooped, and uh, like a bunch of them were handed out. Like my my mom was too, you know, she was too soft to do it herself, right? So right. she would take me to. Um, you know, Principal Dozier, who was like also the football coach, big like burly motherfucker, right? And uh, you know, Chris Dean won't behave in class again, like in her class. <laughs> she, would me, she would take me to Chris Dozier, and he would bow, like tear my ass up, man. man. Um, like kids these days don't understand, man. No, like getting that no. fucking ass whooped, you know? I tell you what, I remember getting my ass whooped with a friggin' yardstick in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, and this dude wasn't, wasn't fucking around. He was like, hey, go ahead and grab the freaking podium, right? <laughs> you know, and he, and he had this freaking yardstick, yeah. right? And he went to town on my ass. For, yeah. Well, I don't know what the hell I did, but yeah. it didn't make him happy. You know what yeah. I mean? Back yeah. then, you could, like, whoop asses for real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember, like, well, te- the teacher hit me with a stick today. Yeah. All right. What'd, what'd you, you do? do to deserve <laughs> it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh dude. My God, you yeah. bring all those things out these days. Holy hell, would break loose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so mommy, uh, my wife, mommy. So she used to talk about that, right? And uh, uh, she would say, like, legit, like, it, it, like it was no joke, dude. Like, it, like even in America, like I got my ass whooped. It was three, right? It's like pop, 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 and it shit hurt. Don't get it mm-hmm. twisted, right? It hurt. But she was like, now tell her about it, right? And, and, and she's like. Pfft. Let me tell you about how we get our ass whipped. They just fucking like go to town, on, <laughs> you know. So, um, 
Anyways, different uh, times, right? Different times, but yeah, but, dude. You know. So okay, um, yeah, dude. I, I, I'm 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 glad that I got you here because these are all this you know part of this thing is that I'll, this gives me an opportunity to to you know the, the people that I have over the the, the, the guests that I have. Uh, you know, this is like dedicated time to ask questions I wouldn't normally ask, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like yeah, really man. get to know you. Um, number one, you know, that like, you know, I, I kind of delve into the things that I probably wouldn't ask if we're just sitting around like with a bunch of other yeah, people, right? Absolutely. But also, um, like, you know, your, your, your story, uh, I think, I think it, it, um, it deserves to, you know, to see the light of day, right? You know, like, um, and, and we're going to kind of get into this, like, you know, naval special warfare topic or whatever, right? But if you look at, like, kind of, like, uh, you know, the books that are being written and, like, uh, you know, whether it's podcasts or whether it's, like, uh, leadership, blah, 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 mm-hmm. right? Like, um, like special warfare and, and specifically naval special warfare, they almost have, like, a monopoly on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is how you do leadership type thing right <clears throat> which is cool and, and I get it they, they, they have a right to because mm-hmm. they have a lot of credibility mm-hmm. I guess is my point right mm-hmm. but I think that um, I think that like us us guys and gals that that and obviously when we're going to get into it that, that you have and, and done that job right but you know us guys and gals that, that are like ship people or squadron people like um, yeah maybe we never got shot at but we know a thing or two about leadership also. I know, by the way, like, we're leading people that aren't, you know, alphas all the time, right? So maybe our brand of leadership philosophy is a little more applicable to, mm-hmm. to most people kind of thing. You, you know what I'm saying? So um, that that's, that's I don't know, that, that's a big part of why I want to have um, everybody on, but especially guys like you. So, uh, so... Navy wise, right? So come in the Navy. Uh, where, where'd you start out at? So, <clears throat> you know, I went to A school after boot camp to uh, Pensacola uh, to uh, AM school, right? Uh-huh. Did that thing. Uh, AM, airframer. Airframer, so, aviation instruction mechanic. Aviation school, instruction right? mechanic, yeah. So I go there and, uh, and do my thing, and we're splitting two classes, right? And, I, yeah. and when, we, when we go to pick orders, for the, the dream sheet deal, right? Yeah. <clears throat> they combine our class back together, uh-huh. and I'm number four, right? Uh-huh. So naturally, there's only three friggin' orders of Japan because that was my intention to mm-hmm. get back to Japan, right? So I'm like, hey, guys, check it out. I'm, you know, if you didn't know about my name, you know, I'm Japanese, man. Let me, I'm trying to get back over there, right? <laughs> and it's still fucking away. Um, yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get back Takeda. over there. Let me, and I, I still remember, there's two orders to Tsugi, to a squadron, one uh-huh. to the Essex. Or maybe I was a bomb, I'm Richard. One of the two down there in Sassabo, right, back in the days. When was it, 99? 99, 2000? 2000. It would have been Bono. Yeah. No, it would have been. It, would have, it was. Um, no, it wasn't. When BHR, it was. Uh, shit, who was there before Essex? It was. Uh, you know. You know uh, anyways, yeah. You know, they yeah, got a whole right. swap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was a bill to that shit down there. Uh, and so I was like, hey, guys, let me, let me get one of these orders. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, just let me get one, please, yeah. so I can get back to Japan, right? Uh, and first thing, boom, boom, boom. All three took them. I was like, okay, you assholes, fine. So I'm like, well, what am I gonna do, right? Uh, so I'm like, hey, M1, what's what's this? These orders just say NAS Woodby Island AMD. 
what's that? And he, and he looks at me and says, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Looking back at this now, I'm like, what in the hell? This guy didn't know. But. So I picked those orders, right? I ended yeah. up in Woodby Island yeah. on, a, on a two-year short tour right mm-hmm. off the bat. Thinking to myself, why? Yeah. Why here right now? You know, I yeah. went there as events composite tech. I left Pensacola. I went to Oceana to a C school to do right. to learn how to make composites and all that, fixing all that stuff. Yeah. And, and after that, I reported to uh, Woodby Island. Did my two years, and uh, <clears throat> and you know, finally, I, I'm in the window for for orders in the old Jazz Rex, right back in the days. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I told my senior chief, who was my uh, senior chief Webb, who was my division uh, LCP, I said, senior. You got to send me back to Japan or send me to Japan, please. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been trying to do this since day one. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll take a look, see, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm bebopping down the P way one day and he's like, hey, hey, Amphitheat Scott, because I'd, I'd made third class yeah. buttons. Amphitheat Scott, come on over. Yeah. Uh, What'd you say you want to go again? I said, uh, you know, I want to go back to, I want to go to Japan. I keep saying back to because for me, it's going yeah, back to Japan, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, Tom, like, let me guess. You, you can't find any, right? So where am I going? Am I going like to like Norfolk or something? You know right, what I mean? He's yeah. like, no, man, I got your orders to VS21 and Itsugi. So I'm like, sweet. VS21. Yes, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. War Hoovers, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, so yeah, that, so I, you know, and, and well, <laughs> May of, of 2002, I freaking check out of Woodby and yeah. head on down to San Diego, get some S3 experience at the yeah. schoolhouse, and yeah. then off I went to Hitsugi, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and I just remember getting to Japan. I actually went to my dad's place, and in, in, uh, back then he lived in Kyoto, right? Uh-huh. Five minutes from the freaking Golden Pavilion. Yeah. Uh, so I did some a little bit of leave there before I got on a freaking bullet train, hopped on, went to, to went up to Tokyo, and yeah. down to Yoko, Yokohama, and then, you know, off to, off to freaking Hitsugi I went. Yeah. And uh, checked in, man, and I was like, "Sweet, I'm <laughs> yeah. finally back home." You know, <laughs> yeah. here we go. And uh, this is like old AM3 Takata. Used, used to working four days a week. Yeah. Woodby Island was was a, yeah. a, a one of the true show yeah. duties, right? Yeah. Uh, and the first day, man, I remember <laughs> we were getting ready to go underway, and it was like no shit, a 14-hour day, and I was like. What in the hell did yeah. I get myself yeah. into? Right? Yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome, right? Yeah, welcome to straight up old level. <laughs> uh, but, but not only that, I managed to almost kill myself on the first day. Right, I get yeah. in there and I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know, this AM2 takes me under his wings. He's like, "Come on, man, we're gonna go do some strut service on this bird, right?" And hanger. I'm like, "Okay, cool." He's like, "Go ahead and hook up this, uh, this uh, uh, adapter to the Schrader valve up there, break it loose, you know." And I'm yeah. like. Okay, cool. I get up in there. I'm gonna wedge myself in the wheel well, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I break this Schrader valve loose like a knucklehead, right? And it's, yeah. it's not it's not being held back. And all of a sudden, I hear this shh, and, and the jet goes and starts coming down, right? I'm like, you know, and the picture freaking like a cartoon with his foot trying to trying to run. He's not going anywhere, right? I'm like, well, what's going on? This freaking crusty ass senior chief, senior chief Hughes, yeah. grabs me, right? And he's like. Yanks me out of the wheel. I was like, "What are you doing, dummy? You trying to kill yourself?" I'm like, "Oh, oh apparently, senior chief. It looks like you know, day one." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my that was my introduction to the whole level side of the house, yeah. and uh, you know, but that that place was uh, it taught me you know a whole different level of work ethics, right? Yeah. Being O level and especially FGNF and turning and yeah. burning all the time yeah. and just just 
nothing but flying, you know. So you guys got in the way on Kitty Hawk. Sure dude, did, yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Shitty Kitty. Yeah, <laughs> man, that thing ran on hate. And that's why I never sank <laughs> up to That's what everybody used to say, man. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, it was it was awesome, right? Uh, and then back then, hey, like, everybody had their own reasons for joining the, the yeah. military after yeah. 9-11 and yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, you know. Uh, the war was gearing up. It, yeah. was, it was starting to freaking get into full swing. You know, we'd already had some operations and stuff like that after after the towers went down. And yeah, and uh, but uh, everybody was like, there was this rumor mill going around, like, hey man, we we might go to the Gulf. Like, mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Like people, yeah. you know, you you hear the the, the old scuttlebutt on on the freaking mess decks and yeah. whispers and all that stuff, and uh, it, it turned out to be true. We actually. Yeah. Went out there to do the old shocking off Iraq, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Like a three carrier run out there in the Gulf and yeah. just ripping through shit. But uh, the cool thing about that was was uh, before, because that was two thousand three, right? Before yep. uh, before we actually went underway, man. I get a knock on my door, you know, and, at the barracks, and I open the friggin' door. My little brother's there, right? <laughs> o P H A N, or is it P H C man? Right. Kenneth Takata, right yeah. there at the front door. I'm like, what? What are you doing here, dude? Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna, gonna tell me or what? He's like, yeah. oh man, you know, I just uh, figured you were here, so I followed you to Japan. Yeah, you know, I was like, how, how the hell? He's like, I told my instructor when we we're picking orders, like, hey, I got a brother over in uh, in Japan and Sumi yeah. in a squadron. He's like, well, if you want to go there, we got this orders to VF one fifty four. Oh, yeah, good. Black yeah, Knights, dude, right? Black Knights, Black Knights, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh my god, I don't know if I can say this, but man, they used to call him the one filthy horse, right? <laughs> But yeah, so he, he was going over there to do some tarp tarps pod work, right? Yeah. And so we were actually able to go on the shock and knock cruise, man, together and it was it was wow. a really neat experience. That's to, cool, man. To to uh, be able to not only be in the same service, but be in the same place. Yeah. On the same ship. Doing the same thing. Doing the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it was really it was really awesome, man. And and we uh we kind of had that support system that most people don't really have, right? right? Like yeah. I had my my brother, and he had me, and we freaking yeah. took care of each other on that freaking yeah. deployment, you know. Yeah, got us through the hard times and oh, uh, freaking horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, look, dude, I I, I know one five four the Black Knights, like I like because one hundred two replaced exactly. them. I, I was exactly. Dying, I was Diamondback, right? Yep. And so yep. Diamondbacks replaced them yep. in Atsugi. Uh, so when you talk about Atsugi, like I'm like. Uh, such a good tour, yeah, you man. Know? Um, but I never heard him called the one fifty, the one filthy whores, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> I that's my, hilarious. I remember my little brother telling me that shit one time. I never forgot it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good, man. But you, you were, uh, you were in a VS squadron, which we don't have VSs. Yeah, squadron, man. So yeah. that squadron was uh, actually on its way out the door, right? Yeah. Because the wing had set the date for the sundown and all that stuff, yeah. and we were, we were, uh, our our days were numbered on the calendar. Yeah. And, uh, which they were there they had if I remember right they had a, kind of a, a two-fold mission they were refuelers yep. and they were also ASW yep right um, which we don't we don't really have we don't really fill that ASW mission that they did uh, anymore right yeah I mean, it kind of with, with a carrier exactly. based aircraft right yep. yeah yeah we so most of most of the squadron you know guys were just getting in and tanking you know, yeah, uh, right. I don't even know what combat tanking is, but yeah, they yeah. were combat tanking. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember this one yeah, time yeah, we were up uh, in northern Japan, right, floating around on the Kitty Hawk, and we're just chilling. I'm up there doing some maintenance on the flight deck, right, having a good time, and 
I look at the horizon and I see this bird coming towards us, right? And everyone, I'm like, hey, man, what is that bird over there, right? Yeah. And uh, everyone's starting to kind of look because it's, it's pushing out a lot of exhaust smoke, right? <laughs> and you can see this thing. It was a friggin' Russian bear, right? Flew, oh, yeah. Flew right over the damn key. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, That's a, that was a thing. The, and the, that yeah, specific it was a, it instance was, was a thing. thing. It was a thing. Uh, I'm like, well, somebody's getting fucked over that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was funny because the S3s claim to fame or VS21s. Yeah. They, they were the first ones to get in the air, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, little, what, what are you yeah. going to do? Like, yeah, too little, too late, motherfuckers. <laughs> It doesn't um, help if you get in the air after they overfly you. Uh, yeah, with a tanker. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not yeah. going to drop a fucking on these guys. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but they were up there uh, getting yeah. in, and, and there was a nice little picture of them later on, flying yeah. formation with the bear yeah. escorting them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Well, I've seen plenty of of, uh, uh, of Russian bears, put it that way. Um, stuff I can't really talk about uh, publicly, but... I've, I've certainly seen many of them, mm-hmm. and um, and if they overfly you, <laughs> if there is a ship and they overfly you, that's a bad day. Yeah, that's a real bad day. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I don't know who was sleeping if on they, the old radar. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> if, they, if they go, if they go forward to the stern or you know after of um, you know the the fantail, then. It's not such a bad day, yeah. but if yeah. they overfly you, like over. Yeah, the top of you. Yeah, not good. It's not good not for good. anybody. Not good. <laughs> no, my, my 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 memory might be a little fuzzy. No, this, no, this no, was, no. This was around, a long time ago. around that time, uh, <laughs> there was a specific instance that Kitty Hawk uh, was over, yeah overflown. Let's yep. just put it that way. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, so damn. So you started on shore duty. Yep. Right. I did. Would be of yep. all places. Uh, back in Japan. And then, uh, and, and then, so probably made second class in in yep, sure yeah, did. right, yeah, uh, in, in DS twenty one. And then, and then, where did your path take you after that? You know, obviously, because my aim was for the Navy to keep me in Japan for the rest of my life, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, nationally, when the decom and the detailers came over, uh, I was like, I don't care where you send me, mm-hmm. just it better be in Japan. Yeah. And that's all I care. And they're yeah. like, okay, well, uh, we got some squadrons here, you know, VF this, VF that. And I'm yeah. Like, Let me get VFA 192. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. So off I went to the Golden super Dragons. Shit, super shit hot Golden World Fans Golden Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, and so I did my time there. Um, you know, and it was only two two years because I did two and a half in, in, uh, in uh, VS 21. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, at that point, it was like, hey, man, you got to go back to the States. My detail was like, you got to go back to the States. I'm like, no, I'm the perfect guy to keep here. I'm single. I'm an yeah. E5, and I'm yeah. like the best ambassador you got. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and he was like, sweet, where do you want to go other than Japan? And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> it got me. Yeah, right. He's like, I'll give you whatever you want for sure, dude. And I was like, yeah, really? All right, I'll take San Diego. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I went down there for school to learn S3 systems. I was like, mm-hmm. well, this place isn't so bad. Yeah, it's not you know? so bad. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, all right, you got it, man. Hard copy orders are in the mail. You know, yeah. so he sent me to FRC Southwest, uh, which was basically another eye level yeah. know, place, right? And, yeah. and I get in there and and uh, I'm just like, God, what is this pace here? It's like slower than molasses, <laughs> right? Like dude. typically, like anybody who goes from a squadron FTNF yep. of all places to, to a shore yep. outfit, 
you have a little bit of a, of, of a hard time adjusting. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that first six months is hard. Yeah, it is rough, man. It's I, like, who I, the like, fuck doesn't even work around here? Yeah. I, literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they put me on night check, right? Yeah. I got right right, right to uh, get my calls and, and got my CDI and all that stuff. And it was funny because I was like, hey, we're going to send you to FRC as a hydro or a, a, a composite guy. Okay, no problem. That, you know, I've done that. Yeah. I, I got you. So I get there and they're like, sweet, you're going to be the night check supervisor for a hydraulic shop. And I'm like, hold on right. a minute. What, what happened to composite? Uh, well, whatever. I'll give it a try. I've never done it before, you know. Yeah. So got my calls and end up running, uh, running uh, uh, the night check uh, hydraulic shop as as a supervisor there. And and uh, man, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just it was yeah. like probably about thirteen months right yeah. <laughs> into it. I'm like, I can't deal with this slowness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to get back to Japan. That's yeah, what yeah. I need to do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I took a little de- detour, uh, getting back to Japan via an IA tour, right. uh, and so I ended up actually uh, rolling out of there, uh, canning my shoulder because I just I couldn't do it anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. And and uh, you know I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't really tell too many people about this, but uh, there was a time when I was an aspiring seal, right? So yeah, I, I took yeah. a little detour via buds okay. to, to get back to Japan, as well, I like to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it didn't work out for me, but I did. I went there, did that thing, um, yeah. uh, which I, I I learned a lot about myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I remember uh, as I was coming off the uh, the grinder, uh, old David Goggins was bebopping by, right? And, and mm. if you don't know who David Goggins is, read his book. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's a hardcore can't, mofo. Can't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, hey man, what's going on? I was like, well, you know, I just uh, I I just, I just Freaking deal hard, you know, and, and he's like, dude, it's what you do from here that counts, okay? Like, if you just, if you just, if you just freaking feel shitty for yourself and you just blah, 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 you know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he gave me like this, this three minute motivating speech that kind of like set me on my course after that, right? Mm. Oh, oh, so I was like, yeah, real interesting guy. He was still, I think he was still an SL1 at the time, but, mm. uh, yeah. or he might have been a chief, but yeah, yeah he, he talked to me for a couple minutes uh, and, and I was like, you're right. It's what you do from here, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. There were some F-bombs dropped in there, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went off and uh, and uh, and signed up for some IA action, right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, can I go to, like, Iraq or Afghanistan, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Master Chief Emirates was his name. He was a detailer that I was talking to for IA at the time. He said... Yeah, give me a call back in about a week, and I'll, I'll have something for you, right? Yeah. And uh, so I call him back. He's like, man, I, I got I got something better than that. And he's like, Kuwait. And I'm like, what? Ku- what? <laughs> Kuwait? That's There's nothing going on in Kuwait. We already liberated Kuwait, <laughs> dude. <laughs> right? He's like, no, you're going to go there as a master licensor. So so I end up going there and, and teaching the guys that were going to Afghanistan and, mm-hmm. and Iraq to uh, learn how to drive the, uh, the up-armored Humvee. Yeah. So I did that for seven months, and... What do you know? I ended up back in Japan on the yeah, carrier this time, imagine right? That. Yeah. yeah, imagine that, right? And it was funny how that one happened. My detailer said, "Hey, man, um, you're like going to be at needs in the Navy because I was supposed to have a year orders to IA, and it'll be about mm-hmm. seven months, right?" Right. So he, he hits me up on email like, yeah. "You need to call me now, or yeah. you're going wherever I send you." Kind of deal. Yeah. Right? And I call him up. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, hey, you need to pick orders. Like, okay, cool. Uh, can I can I go to VFA Umpty Dump? Nope, can't go there. Um, uh, can, can I go to VAW until him? He's like, nope, giving it to an airman. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, can I can I go to HS something? He's like, nope, you ain't got the NEC and we're not sending you to school. Okay. Um, 
what do you got for me in Japan? He's like, I got the GW for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. right. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I, I freaking know what you're trying to do. You're trying to freaking pigeonhole me into going to freaking Chip's company because yeah. you can't find nobody to go there, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, man, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> he's like, what's it going to be, man? Uh, give me... You gotta, you're gonna have to tell me about it tomorrow, or someone have to put you somewhere. I was like, just, just goddamn it, give me the boat, give, yeah. give me the boat. Yeah, man. So, uh, I ended up in Japan. Yeah, uh, and your Costco this time. What time frame was that? That was uh, two, so 2010, January, February. Okay. It's time frame. I got Ten. there. Okay. Yeah. Check in there, right? Um, go to the uh, what do they call it? The uh, Hawk's Nest, probably. That's right, Hawk's yeah, Nest. Yeah, yeah. No, that was Hawk's Nest for Kitty Hawk, right? Oh, oh, that's Patriot's right. Landing. That's what it was. Patriot's <laughs> Landing. I ended up there, right? I just dated myself, yeah. the Hawk's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, I end up there, get the basic calls and all that stuff. Yeah. And I, get, I get to the boat. Day one in the boat, I get called into the division office. They're like, hey, pretty much got it. Do you speak Japanese? And I'm like... <laughs> Uh, I, mm, yes, I do. <laughs> right? They're like, cool. Your name's in the bucket for TAD. I'm like, oh, God damn it. What what TAD is this senior? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, you're going to go work for uh, SRF, right? Mm. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'd rather not go work for SRF because I'm thinking to myself, ship's company tour, Ooh. it's already going to be shitty, right? Yeah. Um, but no, it actually turned out to be the, the biggest blessing in disguise, right? Yeah. So I ended up working for uh, the work control, centralized work control, mm-hmm. right? Planning the availability of uh, yeah. maintenance and all that stuff that goes down. And uh, so they're like, hey, you know, since you speak Japanese, like, we're not, there's not even a contest here. You're, you're going TAD. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, senior, how long? And he's like, six months. We'll bring you back in six months. Yeah. Do it to him. Right. So you basically went and worked for, like, uh, the WAF shack. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. Senior Chief Jimenez. Yeah, uh, AOCS there. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was it was amazing. It's like getting in there. I'm like, hey, senior, I'm I'm uh, AM2 Takata. I'm, I guess I've been assigned to here. Like, Sweet man, come on over here. Like I get you a ropes and blah blah blah. He's a Texas yeah. guy. For yeah. you. He spoke real fast, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember this uh, Lieutenant JG came in right, and he he was an LDO, um, and he's asking about a tag that got hung, and senior turned around. And he's like, "Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, sir. Uh, I, you know, blah blah blah." And they, and they like get into this freaking pissing contest right in front of me. Right, yeah. one's fucking yelling. The other guy's like, "Mother, you you know who to yelling at?" Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, was just, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, uh, what the hell kind of shit did I get involved <laughs> yeah. in?" Right. Um, but the cool thing was, is the ship was going to be getting underway soon again in mm-hmm. May time frame, right? <clears throat> and by then, I was I was kind of oververse of what they do and hanging tags and all that stuff right. you know yeah so uh they're like hey uh so i don't know if you know but we're not we don't go on the way uh the ship goes does its thing and we stay behind we plan the, the availability and i was like oh right. well, that's not bad yeah. right so i'm like oh, cool sweet you know? <laughs> interesting yeah <laughs> uh so six months turns into a friggin' year right yeah. and i'm like and i'm working for the maintenance maintenance manager well as well right. yeah. and uh he i go up to him one day and i'm like Hey, sir. And I, I'm, a, I'm a first by then, right? I'm like, hey, I have to go back to my shop and be an airframer LPO. Yeah. Or I'm not going to move up. Like, yeah. my evals are going to suck. 100%. I'm just going to sink, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey, I understand, A1. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, get you, uh, we'll get you back there as soon as you get a replacement, right? <clears throat> uh, and I'm like, uh, and my audacity, because I, I work with a lot of Jap- SR, SRF Japanese guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, 
uh, one in, 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 in particular, Takagi Koji-san was, was the shit, bro. Like, yeah. he, me and him were like, there was no, I was above him or anything. We were working as equals, trying to, yeah, trying yeah. to plan out these maintenances and, and make yeah. sure all the other shops so yeah. had to do what they had to do and all that stuff. And, and uh, super awesome dude that, that taught me more Japanese uh, to get me up to the level that I am now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a wheel book, one of those freaking writing that rain wheel books, and I wrote down a word every day, you know. Right. Because yeah. I, I had no idea how to, to speak Japanese ship ship on uh, a technical you know, level. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and a shipyard lingo, right? So and he taught yeah. me all that shit. Yeah. And uh, super nice guy. Still still working over there, right? Yeah. Just handling it. Um, but uh, so the ship's maintenance manager is like, hey, man, I'm. I'm gonna get you back to your shop. So I get back there. I get back to my shop finally after some some convincing from the uh, master chief. Yeah. And I get a phone call very first day. I just finished inst- like I finished introducing myself to my goddamn shop, and I get a phone call. And AM2 is like, "Hey, hey, AM1, there's a phone call from you. It's an officer." It's like get on the phone. I'm like. Aim one Takata. Yeah. And he's like, Aim one. It's the maintenance manager. Bang <laughs> <Back laughs> shit me <laughs> off the boat. I'm like, God damn it. Are you kidding? He's like, hurry up. The brawl's waiting on you. Hurry yeah, up. Yeah, sure, right? yeah. Shit's falling apart, man. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> it was. I'm like, hey, uh, sir, does Master Chief know about this? He's like, he will. He will soon. Just yeah. get your shit and get off the boat. The brow's waiting for you. And I'm like, Holy God, God damn it. So I yeah. run back to birthing and I fucking grab things that, yeah, yeah. that are essential and I leave everything and lock my rack yeah. and I bebop off the yeah. fucking boat as I'm literally hopping off the brow <laughs> and they're fucking craning it off right yeah it was yeah. Uh, so that, that that six month TAD turned into 18 months holy right? shit yeah, yeah. man uh, yeah. Uh, and I've met a lot of people and, mm. and man I've been down to the yeah. the bowels of the freaking carrier down yeah. down like as far yeah, as I, yeah, I couldn't yeah. even believe how far you go down in that thing man oh, yeah. and we went down there and, like, yeah. a place an Airedale should probably never be <laughs> right I was there yeah um, and, and I learned this ship yeah. in that way obviously which helped me uh, get my east west pin and stuff like that which was by the way the hardest goddamn pin I ever got in my life right yeah, east west no joke dude if they're doing it right it's no joke oh man it was yeah. it was no joke yeah like, I mean, I, I think it must have been two and a half hours in that fucking door, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, it was me and like three or four other dudes and just, yeah. just boom, just getting yeah. grilled. But, uh, but yeah, dude, that's badass, man. So, you know, you know, I'm going to SRF. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, obviously my Japanese is not on, on par with yours. Um, you know, I do okay. You know what I mean? Oh, you do. You do just fine. Yeah, but I'm stoked, dude. I'm stoked because... Um, I think that you know one of my qualities is that I'm able to like kind of identify with like our Japanese yep. you know counterparts. Yep. So I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to like lunchtime. You know I'm gonna roll out and go throw the baseball with the, you know dude. the guy the guys that are yeah. throwing the baseball at SRF like CMC is gonna roll up like what's up guys. I <laughs> you know uh, I don't think that. They've probably come across, and I can say this because I know you, right? Yeah. You know how much you love Japan. Right? Yeah. I don't know about the past CMCs in there, but man, yeah. you're are gonna be, yeah, you're gonna be knocking the dead in there, man. I'm freaking so envious of you, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, man, I would yeah, love to, you. I would love to freaking be over there. Yeah, I can't wait. Dude. It's gonna be awesome. I, I actually, uh, um, she sign. There's there's a guy I know. There's mm-hmm. a surfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known him since he was like. Um, uh, he was one of our our ship soups for um, for Fitzgerald back mm-hmm. in the day, 
And um, like we're friends on Facebook, we stay in touch, and I can't wait to get back. Be like, what's up, dude? <laughs> I can't wait to go to, like the SRF cafe and you know what I'm saying like eat, eat a curry man. bento. Like <laughs> I can't wait, dude. You know? Oh my god, man! But, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it, man. Um, so uh, I do want to delve into just real quick, man, because uh, it's very interesting to me the fact that um, that you did some time with Naval Special Warfare. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, because I know that, that that's kind of, uh, you know, shaped um, who you are uh, as a leader, but also kind of like hey, anybody that I've met that, that's done time with, with um, you know, with the SEALs, um, they come back with, with just like a, a totally different perspective, right? They're like, like it's hard to rattle, right? Like, um, I'm not going to get real pissed off about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I know you did some time with, uh, with NSW. Um, like, uh, I don't know, share what you want to about that. Right. Like whatever you want to. Yeah, man. I mean, doing time <clears throat> on the NSW side was, was, uh, was an eye opener, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's, business on a level that I've never conducted before you know and and it really uh it was hard work you know um because there's so much trust that's placed in you to get the job done yeah um but it really helps you learn uh how to rely on yourself and be confident right uh and then be able to apply all this stuff to to the guys below you and to take care of them and because you're kind of off the cut on your own yeah. taking care of business right, right and, yeah. and you really sometimes have nobody else to back you up right. but you and a guy that's to your right and your left to get it done right, right. so like that kind of team environment mm. you know really obviously creates a tight bond between your guys and then you have the trust factor and you know and then you guys are growing through these hard times to to you know be on a, a, a team level that man it was just it was just awesome right yeah. the guys that i work with were were uh man i, I freaking go to war with those guys any day yeah. they, they were great guys right right and uh being in that environment which essentially was kind of on a rate for me right because i'm an airedale right you know yeah. who's, who's, who's a knuckle dragger turning wrenches and stuff and to be able to go to a place like that and yeah and be given that level of responsibility and that trust was it was just yeah you're right it changed me after yeah. I, and I, and I made chief there right yeah. oh, from, did from the 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 work that I'd done yeah uh, on the carrier uh, so I got to lead at that level right uh, which which was amazing uh, not that I'll tell you what man the guys that worked for me made my job friggin easy yeah. okay I mean I was just a guy that they had just happened to pick that had some rank on him, right? Right. Uh, to be the the figurehead there, but those guys, uh, those guys, the credit goes to those guys, man, right. because yeah. they really put the hours in, you know. Yeah. And and performed to yeah. make things happen. That right. that was just amazing. It was just amazing to stand back and see that level of just uh, teamwork, right? You yeah. know, happening. Yeah. Uh, I just, man. It's yeah, I, it, so I've, at this point, I've known a lot of guys that uh, that have done you know time with the teams, uh, whether it's Chris Norris or um, uh, uh, you know you don't know him, but um, Scott Fender, he was he was my IS mm-hmm. uh, chief, mm-hmm. uh, he's my chief uh, IS on on the um, on McCampbell, 
And um, so I, I've known a lot of guys that have done time with teams at this point in my career, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a couple things that, that every one of them uh, kind of get out of it, right? And uh, the first is kind of what you talked about that, like, hey, man, like, um, you you understand that there's, there's no task that's too hard, right? Like, hey, what, what are we doing? Who am I doing it with? When do I need to have it done by? Uh, okay. Fucking go, right? So that's the first thing, like, you know. Um, or if it is too hard, like, you know, guys that did times with the teams will be like, hey, 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 like, no. Like, let me punch holes in this real quick. Like, I need these resources to make this shit happen. Like, I'm going to make it happen, but I can't make it happen without this, this, and this at a minimum kind of thing, right? And so there's this very uh, pragmatic approach to leadership mm-hmm. that, that guys that do time with <clears> – <throat> Um, you know, with, with the teams that they end up having, um, you know, and then uh, uh, the other thing is that like, um, like nothing, nothing really bothers those guys, you know, like, you know, uh, guys that did time with the teams, they're like, <clears throat> what are you stressing out about? Uh, that that sounds that sounds stupid. Like you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't be that stressed yeah. out over that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so, uh, I, you know, it, it kind of going back to the beginning of, of where we started, there's a reason why that, that brand of leadership is um, so prevalent now, you know, when, whether it's SEALs writing books. And I, I don't hate on these guys for writing books like, hey, man, do your thing, right? Like, get after it. Um, you know, but, like, that brand of leadership is very prevalent because it's a it's – a, um, it, it, it's effective, right? It's effective, and and um, for a lot of people, it's it's almost unattainable, right? It seems like the gold standard of of, of leadership, mm-hmm. right? But what my, my my criticism, I guess, if if there is any, is that um, you know in the teams, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what it seems like is, and what I've been told is that like like everybody's moto, right? Like everybody's like. Like yeah, you don't have dirt bags, you, you know what I'm saying? You don't really have dirt bags. There's there's some that you know get through, but right yeah. by by and large, right. the guys that want to be there want to be there, right? Right, and they're, they're right. motivated like that, right? And so if you got a team like that, like it, it's pretty easy to motivate those yeah. guys, right? I'm telling you, man, you, know what I'm saying? you, you can make some crazy <laughs> shit happen. Okay, like yeah. the level of just the teamwork and the the melding that's happening there is is. Right, there's nothing short of amazing. Right, I'm, yeah. The fucking guys that I work with, I love every one of them, and I would just work with them every any day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just that's, just, that's how great those guys were. Um, you know. So it was funny, right? Because I did my time over there, and I thought to myself, "Hey, I got to move on to <clears throat> move up, right?" Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I picked some some short duty orders because now by now by now it's been like ten years of sea time, and, and, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a toll on anybody, right? 100%. Yep. So I'm, I'm like, hey, you know what? What better place but then to go back to Japan? <laughs> so <laughs> let's get after it. So yeah. So my detailer was was pretty awesome about the whole thing, man, because he he uh, knew where I came from, and and not just that that command, but prior commands, you know, yeah. RGC to FDNF, right? Yeah. And so he was like, hey, dude, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna essentially keep you off the rotation here just let me know when you come back yeah. uh, and we'll talk about what you have for options and and yeah. you know uh i remember very distinctly he called me up one day and he said hey man uh so i got masala uh i have a little more california 
Uh, <laughs> and I have Travis Air Force Base, California, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, of Lamar, yeah, I've been there. Not going to happen. No. Travis. I heard it smells like cow shit. Haven't been there. Uh, but, you know, it's might be an option. Right. Uh, yeah. So I get to. <clears throat> and on this run, I, I, uh, I told my wife, I was like, hey, look, I've been selfish. Yeah. I've been making all those decisions on this one. Yeah. The ball is now in your court. Yeah. And and I remember talking to her outside the compound. I was like, hey, look, my detailer, he's looking for an answer. These mm-hmm. are three options. You know my take. Japan, 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 Japan. Right? Yeah. And she was kind of leaning towards Travis, yeah. uh, which was kind of on the outskirts of San Francisco, kind of mm-hmm. in the desert, right? Yeah, yeah. And they wanted me to do something with F-35s out there. But uh, I was like, look, the kids are young. We yeah. get them into Japan. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be able to, uh, you know, speak Japanese. Yeah. Which is like... It's important. The holy grail for me. It's important, you know? yeah. 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 So, because uh, Kason was already kind of... Moving up. My son was moving up. Mm-hmm. You know, and he and, uh, he was getting more and more used to English. And I just... I wanted to get him in there before that solidified in his yeah. head and it became harder to learn another language, right? Yeah. Uh, so, m- you know, my, my wife... Uh, grudgingly uh, agreed yeah uh, even though I was like look this is on you like let me know what you want yeah if you you just say the word and I call the detail and it's done yeah you know yeah but here's the thing you can't do take backs we don't do take backs here uh, <laughs> once you call the word once you say it it's done and yeah. I can't undo it yeah okay? yeah uh, so she thought about it for a little bit and and uh, and she was like, "All right, fine. Let's let's go ahead and ask for Masala, right?" right and yeah. I was like, "Is that your final answer?" You know. <laughs> and then she's like, "Yes, just go ahead. I know that's what you want, you know." And I'm like, "Of yeah. course, that's what I want, you know." Yeah. So we're going back to the motherland. Yeah. So, anyways, boom, we're in we're in Masala, right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, but it was funny because I remember on the last day I was checking out with my opso and uh, Commander Jackson, and he was like, "What are you gonna do?" You're so, going back to the fleet, right? <laughs> Super dramatic, you know what I mean? And I'm like, sir, uh, you know, the guy's been busting on my balls all about <laughs> going back to the fleet and having to take care of Seaman Timmy and his girlfriend breaking up with him yeah. and all this stuff, right? Because yeah. we didn't have any of that stuff, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so Commander Jackson is like, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Chief, oh, yeah. in the fleet? And I'm like, you know... <sighs> I'm I'm a worthless maintainer, so I think I'm gonna just focus on my people. You know, uh, yeah. Right, you know, no, no I'm, I'm kidding. I, I love turning wrench, right? But yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. where my passion lies anymore, right? right. I want to I want to I want to like see people succeed. Yep. You know, yep. You know, so I want to help my people grow. Whoever I'm in charge of at that time, yeah. uh, and just like watch them go conquer shit you know yeah. and get it done and, and grow as a person um, you know and, yeah. and as a sailor yeah. and all that stuff and so uh, I told him that he's like and try to find some good people to recruit while you're at it I was like <laughs> roger that sir <laughs> you know but but uh, yeah. but he said you could preach the gospel yeah. and the things that you get to do if you but Masawa's been fucking pretty badass Dude, for you right Masawa has been you know, I was looking at it on the map, and, I'm, and I knew where it was at, right? I was yeah. like, God damn, Masawa, way the fuck up there, away from Tokyo. What the fuck, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and, I know. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, fuck, Masawa? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Let's ride. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, and I said it last night, and in the, in the going away, 
<clears throat> hell and bailing going away and all that but man the dudes that I've worked with here are like like family in the truest sense of the word right yeah like they I got a problem mm-hmm. I just hit them up and like yeah it's like which guy do I want to pick to help me right yeah. because that they uh they're help they're just something about these guys here man we are our tight family here and I freaking yep uh in some weird way, right? That's kind of an know, extension, dude. dude. I know, dude. It's weird. From, it's you know, it's fucking weird, man. It's I weird, just, like so. Kind of going back to that, uh, you know, that that you know that that kind of team mentality, right? Um, like the sailors here, and not not just the Chiefs, especially the Chiefs, right? But the sailors mm-hmm. here are um, are they're they're you know they're what I would imagine it's like being with teams, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody's everybody's all like everybody's like front side focus, man. Like, what are we doing? I need you to do this. Okay, got it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I need like five people to make this happen. Got it. Okay. Well, here's your five people. Y'all, y'all go do that. Report back when it's done, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and, and, and you know, that's not just my command, right? We're talking about any of the tenants. Like, it, it just feels real. Like, um, like we can make anything happen with with the minimal amount of people. Yeah, man. Here. Well, I mean, Does that make sense? Like, yeah, man, absolutely. Fucking getting after it here, man. I, I, They're just good people, you know. I feel like all that stuff was really on display, especially with the friggin' COVID situation yeah. that happened, and then we we friggin' ran a season through that thing, man. Yeah, we did. Like, yeah, we did. Yeah, and it was no pussy thing. It was like, I'm looking it real. Was like, oh my, eval, it says, da, 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 despite COVID restrictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I showed it to one of my mentors. He's like, you sure you want to put that in there? I was like, yeah, I do. 100% I want. Oh. Like, I want that to be on the record that that we kept at 100 in Masala. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From, from <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It was, it was awesome, COVID. Man. It was COVID, right? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was COVID, and it was uh, the fucking winter season. Three and a half feet of fucking <laughs> snow, <laughs> dude. Those dudes, those dudes were shoveling oh snow. Oh my god! At every training evolution, yeah. like outside the go locker, like um, it's which is funny, right? So, like, if you talk to most people, the 2020 Chiefs have an asterisk because of COVID. Yeah. Because most people did it virtually, yeah. right? These motherfuckers here, they earned it, man. They got it double time. Exactly. Not only did they do it in person, they did it through a massage. <laughs> through a fucking winter. I know, man. So they got an asterisk, but that's yeah. a good fucking yeah. asterisk, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I want I want the guys that made it in that season to yeah. like understand like, yeah, how special that fucking season is, man. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. So, yeah. you know, uh, Russ, Isaiah, fucking. Uh, Steve yep. or French, you know, fucking, Craig, uh, yeah, Craig French, and uh, who was the other one? Who am I missing, dude? Brian, mm. right? So for the Air Force oh, dudes, Brian. yeah. If y'all are watching, motherfuckers, that was that yeah. was extra, extra. Y- y'all are like triple extra special <laughs> initiated yeah. chiefs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it was. Uh, Man, it was, it was yeah, it was a good time, man. Dude. It was, it was good, good though, right? Yeah, we, we, we had a good time. Yeah. You know. All right, dude. Um, so we're about an hour in. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I'll just say, man, like, uh, you're out of here real soon, man. And, um, I'm going to miss the shit out of you, dude. Like, hey, dude. 
I'm gonna be back, okay? I know. You know I'll be back in Japan. My fucking road dog, man. Like <laughs> I, I really fucking have enjoyed working with you, man. Like I've learned a lot from you. And um, yeah, same here, dude. You know, you've always been a supporter of everything that we've tried try to do here in Misawa. And um, um, I, you know, I, we've talked a lot about like your future, and um, I, I know that you kind of got this this pride thing that you want to make. You know, you you want to make AFCM, right? You want you want to be a nine. I mean, it would be, it would be right. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, who, who, I was does, the same, who doesn't? You know, I was the same way, right? Like I didn't put in a command synergy package, right? I was like, fuck that. I want to make nine in my rate. But then I made nine in my rate and I put in a package immediately. I was like, I, I, ain't, try, I ain't trying to do that job. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, um, yeah, dude. Like, um, um, I want to see you in the program. Um, and uh, because I, I know you would you would crush it, dude. You Thanks, would man. absolutely crush it. We talked about this, right? Yeah. But I'm just I'm saying it publicly, right? Like, you would crush it. So um, don't wait too long, man. Like don't wait too long. Like get your package in. Um, if you, if you don't pick up, you know this time, whatever. Like like just go and get your package in, man. Right? Because you may not pick up the first time, right? You just, so just keep putting in, right? And um, um, because you would absolutely crush it, and especially considering uh, you know kind of the theme of, of of you know your assignments is how do I get back to Japan? Well, guess what? that's how you get back to japan right like yep. real talk yep. you know and um and oh by the way like uh like uh holy cow you would like first of all have an amazing time but also be an asset to the navy um as a, as a native japanese speaker right i mean in a cmc position are you kidding me right now dude you know what i'm saying like imagine if imagine if and i think that you know as you lay the tea leaves on the table right you fucking moving the shits around like Oh, Mark Takata's uh, the the NAF Masawa CMC. Like, yeah, I totally see that. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you imagine? Dude. How awesome that would be, right? I mean, we would be homing <laughs> out to like every month almost. You know what I mean? Right? Like, I barely speak Japanese and like, you know, like uh, our, our counterparts up here absolutely love me. Right? Now imagine if I was fluent, right? Like Jarrett was before me. He was pretty fluent, right? Like, um... Anyways, point is that, like, dude, um, it, it, not just the Japanese thing, like, the way that you lead sailors and the way, you, you know, the way that you present yourself as a leader, um, you, you, you've you you've got it, dude. You've got what it takes to be an amazing, um, you know, CMC. So, um, Well, I really, really appreciate that, man. Yeah. I do. Um, it means a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, because we're pretty tight. Yeah. And uh, we've had those frank talks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've asked you about the program and stuff like that as well. So, uh, you know, it's definitely <clears throat> it's definitely something I'm looking at really seriously, right? Yeah. And hard. Should I be so fortunate that the, the, the Navy would bless me with a well, star? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say you know, um, I, I've been in a position, you know, you, you try to do this, like, humility thing. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, fuck that. Just do it, right? Just fucking do it, dude. <laughs> right? Like... You've had a bunch of CMCs at this point. Like, um, are any of them any better than you could be? I mean, it's, there's, there were some good dudes. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel <know what laughs> me? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> like, you're as good. You're as good. At, your you, your potential is uh, as high as but you know anyone anyone else, right? So I mean, 
in the in the future, I would freaking love to be a CMC yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Because holy shit, That's cool, right, dude? That would be. Let me awesome. tell you something, dude. Right. I'm, I like. I've said this a few times on on the podcast. That like, I'm basically half Japanese at this point, right? Like, <laughs> I've lived, I've lived most of my adult life here, right? Uh, and it's pretty fucking cool. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine, like, actually, uh, you know, being from here, um, how cool it would be. Uh, well, I guess I can't imagine, but it's it's fucking awesome, dude. So, yeah. um, anyways, dude, uh, I, you know, again, don't want to get too into like assignment details and things like that. But uh, so we we won't talk about where you're going next. But I know where you're going next, and and um, you know you're gonna crush it there, dude. And um, um, we're gonna we're gonna fucking miss you here, Masala, dude. Like I'm I'm gonna personally fucking miss you, man. Like <laughs> that's why I wanted to get you on before you rolled out. Um, dude, uh, you know, obviously, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss all the guys that that yeah. uh, you know that I've worked with and and that I've learned a lot from. Right, coming back to the fleet from that that life, and I hope that I can only hope that when I get back to doing that, because the guys, some of the guys are still there that you know, <laughs> fucking crushing it. Mm-hmm. That I can still impart some knowledge yeah. on that on those guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, from a fleet perspective, right? right. Yeah. Uh, because you know if you if you can just get five percent better right right, right. you know yeah uh, but yeah i'm looking forward to it man but i will definitely miss this place like no like i'm gonna miss you benny fucking kevin <laughs> when he's back in you know yeah. south kagalaki all yeah. these all the air force dudes you know yeah. brian fucking spadaccio all these i mean i can't even name them all, all there's the so many goddamn there's yeah. a lot of masawaisms man yeah you know like, but I hope yeah. that the Air Force guys continue to crush it. You know, yeah. Joey, fucking big ass help for us, right? To, yeah. to infiltrate the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but that that bond that we got there is something special, man. And yeah. I hope that it keeps going. You know, yeah. Uh, and, and we, we, I'm uh, sure it will. Dude. Get some I'm good sure it will. The thing is, right? Like um, that. Um, it's it's permeated it's permeated to a level that it doesn't matter if it's it's me or Joey or whoever our replacements are mm-hmm. right like um, whoever replaces us which we we know our release right I won't say it here right but our release our our you know the Navy chiefs and the Air Force um, you know senior NCOs are just going to tell those people that are in those new positions they're going to be like hey this is how we do business. Mm-hmm. And then you know what I'm saying? Norm. That's the norm, right? I remember it's, talking it's to you norm. about this, right? It's the norm, right? To make that the norm, because right. then it's automatic at that point. Doesn't then it's the norm. Then it doesn't matter who's yep. in that position. Exactly. Now it's the norm, right? Exactly. And, and real talk, Joey and I have worked real hard to establish that. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, you guys, you and, guys have crushed that shit. So all we did was make it a priority, right? And and get buy-in from our respective, yep. you know, yep. people and. Uh, see the value in in making it you know uh, a reality, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and once once everybody saw like oh shit this is really good then it's easy then at that point you can step away from it like yeah man and it's like, like I fucking told y'all it was like this is what we were talking about and now it's good right so yeah anyways um, all right dude so uh, so you can be in Virginia Beach right yes sir all right dude. Uh, I'm coming back to the States in November or so. Uh, we'll talk offline. Um, me and my boy Matt, you've probably seen um, yep. you know, the podcast that yep. we do, the Texas yep. Connection. Um, 
So we're we're planning a music festival in Fort oh, Worth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called the Dirty Boots. Oh boy, the Dirty Boots. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> music festival. It's it's gonna be like a Texas country uh, music festival, and um, uh, all the proceeds are gonna go to veterans. Um, so um, I'll get you the details about it offline, man. But uh, that'll be in November. Nice. Um, uh, so uh, maybe that's when I see you, man. Absolutely. Right. Right, Absolutely. You might see me a little bit sooner than that. We'll see. I hope you know so, I mean? But it, yeah. was, it was a pleasure, man. I'm so glad that uh, yeah. I was able to freaking finally get on here. Yeah. Run around with the, you know. Well, we got one more, man, uh, tomorrow night. Oh, boy. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how that's going to work. Like, it's one of those that, like, I don't care what the audio sounds like. Like, nobody's going to have headphones on. I'm just going to throw a couple of microphones up. I'm just going to fucking go at it, dude. And, uh,. It's that might be one where I, I like look at it. And I'm like, uh, maybe that, maybe this isn't one that I publish. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll right. see. We'll see though. We'll, we'll have a little break before this thing happens. Okay. Because you're right. It's, it could go I mean, sideways. It could go sideways as fuck. <laughs> you know. But uh, I, you know, um, what again? One of the reasons I do this thing is like, let's say that you know. Um, Let's say you have a second class of your command, right? That's, that that watch this and um, didn't watch it because they're a brown noser or, or like a you know fucking mm-hmm. ass kisser, right? They watched it because like oh shit, I heard that like Sam Takata was going to be on the podcast, and then they watched it and they're like oh, like he's a normal motherfucker, dude, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and then and then I it, like legit, um, I think that it. Um, Things like this engender um, the support of our sailors, right? You know, so, anyways. Yeah, man. All right, dude. Uh, I think my battery's dying, so. Oh, she's going. You hear that? Yep, I hear it. All right, brother, man. Sounds like a ring. All right, Thanks, man. brother. Alex. All right, yeah. Alex.